Welcome to the Inside Chats podcast with Raza and Camilla. On this podcast, we discuss what it means to live a modern life with the insights and the wisdom from spiritual traditions. Please enjoy. Hi, Raza. Hello, Camilla. <laughs> so good to talk to you again and see you. Yes. Yes. How are you? How's Copenhagen? Copenhagen is good. Spring is coming. It's awesome. <laughs> it really brings like new energy. I can feel oh. it. Oh. <laughs> That's so good. How is Lithuania? It, it actually funny. It snowed today, so we got some snow. <laughs> it was really nice spring day yesterday, like sunshine, the thin jackets, and today I opened my eyes and it was full of snow. Hmm. I was like, okay, <laughs> winter is back. <laughs> just gotta deal with it right yes so Raza I've been looking so much forward to doing this podcast with you yeah me too actually mm. and hello everybody yeah. and we were so excited and a bit stressed <laughs> nervous a bit nervous it's the first time but, uh, yes, yes, yes. we have a lot of things on our minds and we would like to share to try to empower people so I guess maybe What would what would what's your purpose with doing this? Mm, good question. Actually, I think it came like when we were just talking. Uh, like we used to have together the schools. We talk, share what we do in lives. Um, we share about the meditation, yoga, business coaching, like everything. And those are like. Mm, weekly meetings uh, just chats seemed really really resourceful like full of uh, cool ideas and full of information and then I think I started feeling like wow that's a conversation probably people would like to hear too like it's a it's a lot of value there and yeah that's I guess I wanted to share inspire people empower them and like maybe show that uh There are many different sides. It could be struggles. It could be good things. And like everybody has all the colors in life. So, yeah. Well, what about you, Camilla? Why did you decide you would like to do the podcast? Well, I, I, so what inspires me about you and what I really found, find very special about our relation, uh, our, our relationship is that you are one of like the only person, or at least you're the one with the strongest, um, both spiritual mind, but also like a, a logic uh, mind. So let's introduce ourselves and our backgrounds in a minute, but not to reveal too much, you have a, an engineering background, but I met you at a meditation course And you have this incredible ability to combine those two like fields in this modern life. And that inspires me like to, to watch and to follow, but also to have these conversations that you talk about um, where we really discuss different things. So it's practical stuff. It's very spiritual stuff. It's difficult stuff. It's our traumas. It's our stress. It's our good good things in life um, and I really want to 
let people know that we can combine these two fields. So this logical modern way of life with all of the old traditions and old spiritual knowledge, which we, or at least a lot of people think are, it's like hippie stuff. It's yeah. you're, you're, you're stupid if you don't, if you believe in this, like normal and, and, and well-educated people can believe in that. Um, and I just think there's so much goodness we can take from these traditions and from this uh, old, old um, wisdom. Yeah. And yeah. I want to inspire people to take whatever they can use from that wisdom because there's so much to, to gain and we don't have to figure everything out on our own. Yeah. So that's really my, yeah. my purpose. Of, yeah. Of being yeah, that's true. That's true. Actually, that's a very valid point because same with you like there are not many people that i know that are both-sided like logical and spiritual and you can actually connect fully with someone with both of your sides so yeah i think that's why our relationship becomes stronger and we feel connected because definitely you as well could help me with taking like a logical strong decision and as well like supporting me emotionally spiritually and things like that and totally i think People these days try to go like one-sided, be something good at one. But um, I think the beauty is to be like multipotential, have all those your sides to use. You can be logical and emotional and spiritual. And yeah, you can have from all the worlds, everything advantage to you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. So getting into that, tell us yeah. about your background and where are you from? <laughs> Yeah so, um, yeah, so um, I'm Lithuanian. I've been living um, in many different countries, like Germany, Denmark, China, Australia. I traveled a lot. Um, as an education, um, I did engineering, electronics engineering, and then biomedical engineering. So I re really was into all the um, logical stuff. And all my projects were related with actually brain signals. So I'm very much scientific about what's happening in the brain, neurotransmitters, mind. And at the same time, um, I was so fascinated about the mind and this neuro stuff that I started digging into as well, meditations, yoga, mindfulness, manifestations and things like that. So I think I'm all about the mind, my mind. <laughs> And, and Raza, if, if there's like anybody in the world I can think of that is a true world citizen, that's you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> like so many places. Tell us a bit about that. Like, when did you leave your, like Lithuania, your home country? And, and mm. how long have you been? Yeah, so, yeah, so I left uh, uh, when I was 19 after high school graduation. And it's been already like above 10 years when I live abroad and in different countries. And I think all this traveling rich, gives me this richness um, of seeing different cultures, understanding different things. And the world is so different. Like we have very different uh, schedules. We have different food, we have different uh, weather, but what comes to the human itself, I find it wherever you go, the humans are the same they have the same basic needs everybody wants to be loved understood appreciated respected so it doesn't matter where you go 
it's we all kind of share the same what we want yeah so i think that's all about me mm. what about you camilla tell me <laughs> where you're from what do you do yeah i'm from denmark and i still live in denmark but i've been traveling a lot as well and you and i met uh in in nepal and then we're going to get back to that topic in a minute i think um but yeah i'm i'm located in copenhagen and i am um, i have an education an educational background from also a very logical place so from business school and i come from a family of business people and there was no like question that i was going to do that and i was uh, Like I was pressured into getting all the education I could get. So I had to get a university degree and I did that. And I, then I did a master degree after that in business and in international business and in finance and all of that stuff. And I, I really liked it uh, at the time. Um, and I, I, I've been in the corporate world for 10 years. Uh, I left the corporate world a year ago and I've been doing other stuff since then, but I think we're going to get that back to that as well at, at another point. Just uh, the point is that I've been really sucked into this uh, corporate world and I've been in the IT industry amongst others where it's so busy. Like I've been so busy and time been flying by. And when I look back, I'm not too sure what I actually did, uh, what I achieved. And I woke up uh, to this realization at some point and didn't feel good. Like I couldn't feel myself and I didn't feel good. So um, a few years ago when I realized that, I started searching for, uh, it sounds so stupid, but I started searching for the meaning of life. Like what mm. is the point of this? Um, I have a good job. It's, it's, it seems I'm earning good money. I have a good place to live. I'm traveling why am i not happy because i was not happy and i really needed to do some soul searching on that one so i i started looking into different things um like yeah both yoga but but also like different kind of body therapy um and educations all different kinds of stuff uh, coaching and yeah i also found meditation And I'm, I won't say that I'm a true yogi or I'm a true meditator, I'm a true anything. I'm just really taking whatever uh, strengthens me from all of these traditions right now. So that's the point I'm in right now. I'm trying to balance this, this life of being, being both. Yeah. And um, that's yeah. difficult, but it's also like amazing to be able to just embrace it and be like, yeah you, like you inspire me so much and i think it will inspire everybody because um i know how much you know guys but like danish people they like their structure and they like their way and it's um they don't like changes that much and for me it's so inspiring that you coming from that culture where it's embraced the stability continuity you having like a fixed job and everything is good you decide to just okay that doesn't make me happy you know and go for happiness I go and go look for something else so this is like for me like whoa because coming from the culture that not many people dare to do that it's very brave they're very brave 
So proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a business owner now. I run my own business and uh, it's amazing. It's difficult. It's amazing. But you're absolutely right. So we, I think a lot of maybe Denmark especially, but also Western con- countries, like we focus a lot of about security and we want mm-hmm. security and, and we're not good at, at just jumping into stuff. Um, yeah so at least that's what i've been um, yeah so that was your first jump <laughs> that's when you went to nepal wasn't it yeah like your first try to get out of that train yeah, so let's, let's, let's of system how, let's talk about how we met right yeah yeah that's it okay yeah so actually i could continue from from when i started to when i realized that things were not working out for me and i needed to figure out what what to do yeah i um Well, I woke up one day, like my my really wake up was my sister. I had a conversation with my sister. And again, I was complaining about this job and I don't know and things. And then she was like, okay, what would you do tomorrow if like, if everything was possible, what would you do? And I was like, Mm. what? I never thought about like in that way before. I answered her like, I would quit and I would travel. And then I just had this crazy big smile on my face and I couldn't oh. stop laughing. It was such a relief. And she was like, okay, what, what's stopping you? And I couldn't answer. I was like, yeah, nothing. Okay, I'm going to quit. It was the end of January at that point. And oh. four days later, I quit my job. Uh, so, so I started planning. So I was like, okay, now I'm going to go travel and I'm going to come back and find a job. Everything will be okay. I just... I told that to myself. I wasn't too sure, but I told that to myself. And then I started planning this three-month uh, trip to most like um, Southeast Asia. And the first stop on my trip was uh, going to Nepal and walking <laughs> in the Himalayas and also joining this 10-day meditation course, uh, which is a Vipassana course, where yeah. we were supposed or where you are supposed to be um, quiet for 10 days. And when I was planning this, all the people, all of my old colleagues, all of my friends were like, what do you want to do? And I was like, yeah, I signed up for this 10-day Vipassana course. I'm going to be silent for 10 days. And they were like, sounds like hell. And I was just like, no, sounds like heaven to me. Like nobody's (laughs) getting in touch. I can just get completed out of this world. So I went there. And when I went to sign up on the day, I were leaving on the first day. By surprise. In the middle of 200 Nepali people, there was one other white woman <laughs> in these crazy yellow trousers, I remember. And I was, <laughs> I was a bit sick that day because I, I had eaten some bad food in Nepal. So I was sitting in this chair and I was feeling really sick. And I was like, fuck, am I going to go to this place now? And I'm sick. And then you were there and you came to me and we were like just naturally attracted to each other because we were the only white women there and we started talking and yeah i know i remember well that day that was so much fun how did you end up there tell me um yeah that was in 2018 yes when we met yes that was 2018 spring so um i was living in australia at that time for two years and um my visa was ending and I was supposed to come back to Copenhagen to uh, graduate. Came back to do my exams and graduating and I didn't really know what to do more. 
uh, with my life. I've been actually very much uh, busy and traveling and working in Australia and like living the life that's supposed to feel the right life. Uh, but deep inside, I felt that something was missing. So as you mentioned, the soul searching, um, I had some bad experience. Maybe we'll later talk about it. That um, So I had the PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. So I had some things that were bothering me, like weren't making making my life fully, like I couldn't enjoy it fully. Um, and I decided that I don't want to, I, I was traveling a lot at that time and traveling for like seeing, doing things, being awesome, etc. And then decided I don't want to travel anymore for that. All I want to travel is more to find myself, you know, to really, really dig deep into my myself and like free myself from this and um, I remember I was saying I'm gonna go to um, do the yoga course like I'm gonna go India Thailand gonna go Nepal and I don't know where I'm gonna go and not sure when I'm gonna come back and I remember people were like asking uh where do you do, do you get money from why do you doing this and they were looking at me like oh you, you can afford this like you know how cool and how fancy you are well, my answer was like, no, I wasn't doing that because I have a lot of money and I have nothing to do or like whatever. I was doing that because if I'm not going to do this, I might end up like really sick, depressed, or I don't know, uh, kill myself and things like that. It wasn't funny because it was more about investing in yourself. And <laughs> actually, that was the only way I see, okay, I need to find some other ways the western therapeutical stuff doesn't work i have to find other ways to heal myself so that's how um, i ended up going to india first no thailand then india then i got super poisoned and ended up in nepal <laughs> and i knew i really wanted to do the vipassana i heard about it already in australia but i couldn't get there a place because if you guys are gonna look it it's usually quickly booked and many people want to do it so India and Nepal is a bit better because they have centers and you can actually join twice a month. So there are more free places. So I decided, okay, I'm going to do this in Nepal. And I signed up for this Vipassana course. And yes, I had a, a, a yellow trousers from my India trips. I did the shopping in India to look like truly kind of uh, that kind of like freely colorful person. Um, yeah, then I went, I remember to that small shed, like kind of small place in Nepal, you sign up the things. And yeah, it was a bit scary. Um, I think, um, yeah, when I'm a bit afraid, I'd, I like to be with someone and like connect. And then I saw you, uh, like Camilla sitting there and she looked like, okay, it's pretty friendly and like quiet, so probably can connect. Um, and that's how I approach her and the funny thing was because she was from Copenhagen and I used to live in Copenhagen so it was like oh that's a pretty good connection <laughs> do you want to continue how we ended up later <laughs> yeah yeah so we we were sitting there talking waiting for this um we had to do this introduction something and then we had to, yeah. to get on a bus to go to the actual uh, meditation center and there were like yeah these as i said 200 people there and going yeah. there, there were a lot of people and we were just sitting chatting until we did this introduction thing and 
we were called in and we were seated i remember just next to each other in this production thing it was on the floor we were had to sit on the floor but still there were like seats so we were called in sat next to each other and already there i can remember this silence kind of started so we weren't really talking After that, we were shipped out to buses and oh, these Nepali old school buses with like so many people in them and just on those roads and we were jumping up and down. That's what I remember. But we yeah. went and with a lot of stuff because they don't have like a trunk to put the stuff. So everybody with their backpacks and luggages like all squeezed in. Yeah. <laughs> And this like really colorful bus inside with the curtains and puppets yeah. and yeah, the true true experience. But we were in the same bus and we got there. And then when we got there, we had to deliver in all of our things. And then we were assigned a bed because there were like these, I don't know what to call them. Maybe barrack, can you say barrack? Like- yeah, kind of dormitory, I would say. Yeah. Like, or like military stuff where like a lot of people sleep in one big hole. Yeah, a military yeah so we were, we were yeah. allocated to sleeping halls because we were sleeping yeah. in, in big halls with, with a lot of women. So women and men were divided completely. Yeah, for 10 days. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I was just, yeah, minding my own business, handing in my things. So on a Vipassana course or this meditation course for the 10 days, you mm-hmm. cannot bring books, you cannot bring phone, no camera, no pen, no writing. No reading, no nothing, only clothes. Yeah. So I was handing in all of my things, my camera, my tele- my mobile phone stuff. And then I were assigned for a bed. So I got a number for this sleeping hall I had to go to. And there was a bed assigned for me and I could put my things there. And then I found this hall and I <laughs> went inside. And I can't remember if you were there before me or I was there before you. But I don't turns know out. I <laughs> Turns out that we are sleeping in the beds right ne- next to each other in this <laughs> in this uh, big uh, sleeping hall. So already there, I felt like I felt a bit safe because I was nervous yeah. and I knew that things were gonna change a lot in a minute. I was not gonna say a word for ten days, and silence yeah. would be silence would yeah. be like overwhelming, um, especially with my my crazy busy lifestyle before getting there. But then you were there, and you were just in that bed, and then we ended. <laughs> living like next to each other for 10 days without speaking a word yes so yes. no gestures that's that's also like mm. talking so gestures are, are speaking in, in the yeah. personal world and you're not allowed to do that so we weren't like we were looking down we, nobody had eye contact we were looking yeah. down to be respectful of each other and sleeping next to each other and just minding like okay so you're there i'm gonna go here and without talking <laughs> yeah um totally so brought us together i think and then after yeah after the 10 days that's just history now because then we never stopped talking after that <laughs> yeah i know it's it's pretty funny because when you really think when people ask how i met so yeah in this uh, 10 day silent meditation so okay that's weird <gasps> but yeah actually i think the whole experience is i guess for many people and the experience experience together like really connects people so this was uh for both of us first time when we actually um hand in the phones and hand in all the stuff and that's first time we experienced this with past and now we're doing it actually every year so it's we used to it and it doesn't seem anymore tragic or but for this time uh, it's actually like more than 10 days in total so it, it gets a bit like wow 
you don't have a phone, you can't reach, you can't talk to anybody. It's first time ever you don't speak for 10 days. I remember I was, uh, after maybe five days, I, went, I lost my voice. I went to the bathroom and talked to myself. Like, and I said, okay, I still have it. Because <laughs> it really felt like, yeah, it was very different experience and very shifting mindset experience. It was different countries, different things. And I guess that's what really connected us because we were there for each other, uh, more or less, like in the mind. Mm -hmm. And after the experience, after when we could talk, that was like the first people you talked, the ones you lived with. So I think that really connected because we could share the same experience. We've been the same. We've done the same. And mm -hmm. So it's... Yeah, it's really cool. And I remember there were no hot water because in Nepal, they don't have this uh, like uh, water heating system. So there's solar panels that heat up the water. And obviously in those 10 days when we were there, it was rainy and cloudy. So there was freezing cold. And it was so cold in general in that place. And I remember like wearing three, four layers of clothes. And there was like April. I remember, was it April? Yeah. It was April. And, yeah. And the cold showers and oh, and all these things. And yeah, sometimes people talking at night, screaming. And <laughs> I think we can agree that it, it was one of like the most crazy experiences, one of the hardest experiences, yeah. but also one of the most like groundbreaking in a positive yeah. way experiences. Yeah. Mindset shifting for sure and mm. changing, like opening up definitely a different understanding of how things are, how could it be? Yeah. At least I can say for myself that that experience was definitely a, um, I don't know if I would say turning point, but it's definitely like a milestone in my life. Like things changed from there. Like yeah. I, I kind of changed, my mindset changed for yes. the better, for the better, I would say. Yes um but it's a very like um, groundbreaking experience for me yeah yeah totally, totally. so <laughs> i would like mm -hmm. to to ask you about the the different topics because when you are alone i'm not saying alone like this so <laughs> we were together but we were alone because nobody yeah. was talking right yeah. and we were uh, getting up at 4:30 in the morning started meditating and we had these cushions we sat on a cushion it's great great hall of, of 200 yeah. people it was completely silent and people went in sat on their cushion and then we sat there from 4 30 in the morning and we meditated all day till 9 p.m so at nine o'clock at night and there were small breaks in between but basically all day was just spent there sitting on your cushion on the floor closed eyes no sounds just learning this meditation technique and practicing so practicing yeah. practicing and yeah. meditating all day so i don't know how, how how many hours it was like 12 hours a day sitting there um so yeah i want to i want to ask you about a few uh, like what whatever came to your mind and what topics came to your mind and what you de dealt with in those days because those topics are the ones i think we're gonna we're gonna continue this podcast on in the coming episodes But right yeah. before that, I, I just, I, I want to tell a, a quick fun story that like <laughs> but now I'm telling it because um, I remember during one of those days when we were sleeping there next to each other, 
um, we had there was a small table next to the bed so we could have like a two toothbrush there and yeah. you know um, whatever toilet paper and toilet stuff table, like that. for example because yeah. we needed as you said it's in nepal there was no hot water yeah. there was no toilet yeah. paper like yeah. so it was just a hole in the ground so if you wanted toilet yeah. paper you had to bring it on your own and yeah. so i i had this roll of toilet paper and i it was standing there on the table and one of them one of the rules that you sign on uh, when you go in the into the vipassana course well one of them is that you keep quiet another one is that you that you don't steal and and i just remember that you told me afterwards that at, at one point you ran out, out of toilet paper and my mine was standing there on the, this uh, small table <laughs> and you didn't take it and i was like oh you should have taken it yeah i hope you took some and you're like no i couldn't because I, I i'm not allowed to steal and i couldn't ask for you to hand me something so you didn't take it and i was heartbroken by that afterwards I was oh like, you should have taken the toilet paper yeah yeah there, there are a lot of funny things when you actually think about it you know like um in this silence when you first time you don't know how to behave and how to do and with this like uh, when you go together or like you go wash your face and you kind of what let someone else go or you go now and you can't talk and you can't show and you can't look and you just <laughs> this courtesy you know <laughs> it's very hard <laughs> to maintain yeah but coming back to the topics, um, I think for me, obviously, because uh, I came out with my particular reasons with the panic attacks and post-traumatic stress disorder. So that was, I think, what uh, was mostly going through my mind. So I had a really experiences, experiencing those flashbacks from the accident that happened to me. Maybe we'll talk later in the episodes about it more. Um, so basically that was coming up. Uh, then... Um, my relationships obviously uh, I'm very much into the relationship person and um, you know they're my previous boyfriends are the, the loves that I really felt for the people so they were coming up and kind of was forgiving letting them go um, then my parents obviously my, my relationship with my parents uh I really, really realizing how much I miss them, how much I want to connect with them and all this kind of childhood traumas, childhood memories that are coming up were there. Then I think that what connected us uh, very much was the sister story. Uh, we both have actually younger sisters, uh, which we love a lot and we so much connected to. And we both kind of have similar things that happened uh, for us, how we experience the sisterhood. Um, that could be a nice uh, topic as well to talk in the episodes. So that was the sister as well. Uh, and then basically the life itself, the goals, purposes, and uh, career, what you want to do, how you see the life. I think that was mostly what's going on in my, in my mind that time except for I'm so hungry, I want to have pizza, I want to have this, and because <laughs> the food there, obviously, is local food, uh, vegetarian, and very simple, so I definitely missed uh, pizza, I love pizza, <laughs> so I was doing my pizza all the time, like, flying around, <laughs> but yeah, 
uh, yeah, what about you? What was in your head and when you were sitting there 10 days, 12 hours a day from four in the morning till <laughs> nine in the evening in the hole? A lot of things I have to remember. <laughs> okay, so, so um, yeah, what was really present with me in those 10 days were this, um, still this question of, what is the purpose of all of this what's going on what what is this life so what am i gonna do uh, what do i want to do um so that took up a lot of space it also took up a lot of space actually myself that might sound selfish to somebody but but seeing myself in relation to everything else so after those 10 days i had another like experience of myself so i i stopped doing a lot of things after that actually so this with uh, clothes and having an image and makeup and stuff I still use makeup and I still use clothes of course but I just really found a connection to myself that that's not defining so I found this deep like self-confidence about I am someone and this is me and that's who I am no matter how I look no matter what clothes I wear no matter what stuff I buy or things I have um so this relationship. Yeah, you were more doing it for yourself instead of trying to to show up to people yes absolutely yeah and through getting to know myself in this way i i kind of uh, i i i don't know how to put it but yeah i just found peace in that so found peace in myself somehow and then um yeah then also like you said uh, the relationship with my sister sister was very present at that time as well in, in my mind it was my family family in general um like what's what's going on there the issues the problems and then also men so relationship with men in my life uh, took up a lot of my <laughs> thinking as well and yeah just general like yeah what's what's the purpose of all of this so <laughs> where, where do I want to go like and how can I go there and yeah, yeah. all of that so I think and yeah. oh yeah and I need to the, the most obvious one maybe is like depressing state of mind I've yeah. been in quite like I've been really depressed and dealing with it completely on my own and that that's yeah. an, a topic that I think we're going to cover as well and so all of the topics that we yes. mentioned right now are topics that are really close to our hearts and and we want to contribute to others uh telling our stories and how we came through those things and what can be done and how to empower people to to embrace the things but still moving on yes yes i think that's what really as you mentioned in the beginning what connected us that um we come from a different background. That's why we have this podcast in English, our accents and probably not the perfect English um, because we come from different backgrounds. We come from Lithuania, which been actually when I was born, I just got independent uh, from Soviet Union. So my parents were raised and um, lived in Soviet Union. Kamala comes from like Western Scandinavian background, Denmark, with like more open Western uh, society. And um, so I have different childhoods. We have different uh, parents, countries, the, even the governments. And we grew up and we met in Nepal and we still 
dealing with the same things. I mean, it's the same at the core is the same. Like uh, we struggle with this or that, it could have a bit different image, it could have a different reflection. But the core issue, like the roots are same, similar, very similar to this. And I think that that's like talking together and talking about one topic, another helping each other, giving different perspectives. It really got us a lot going. And we thought, why not share with everybody? Mm-hmm. And many people are in, um, like as Camilla mentioned, like depressed states and they don't even know that they're there. Some people don't know that life could be a bit different. Some people just live in one doing one thing and they don't know that they can actually benefit. Um, so if you, yeah, sometimes you don't feel that something is missing, but because you don't know that you can be more potential, it can live your up to potential. And I think that what we wanted to do to a bit empower people to show that, okay, you can have struggles, you can go, you can do this, you can be your authentic self, true self and be open. And I think that's a lot because we're both women. Uh, we talk about a lot about women's cycles and uh, the womanhood. And as well, that's what we would like to talk about different phases of cycles. Good for women and for men to know what uh, their partner or sister or some other sign cycle. Um, talking about a bit of a spiritual astrology stuff like moons, rituals and uh, nature, how to embrace it, how to connect with it. That's something as well resonates a lot with us. Yeah. Do you have anything else, Camilla, to add? I think from your coaching experience, there, there could be some nice topics that we could, could crack. Absolutely. Yeah, I would love to to share uh, with you like uh, the knowledge I've gained from becoming a coach. So I'm a, I'm a coach and I work with women uh, daily. And of course, I'm going to bring some of those topics as well into our talks here on this uh, on this podcast. And then, as you said, I really want to do the difficult thing that is to to tell the truth and to to tell stories and to be open and tell about or talk about taboos and stuff that are not that we don't people often don't talk about, uh, but we all struggle with. And we need to learn and we need we need to learn that all of us have these struggles and, and just to help each other out. So figuring out how to deal with these things and how to make them empower you. So yeah, yeah. we have inspiration yeah. and to be good, good company. Yes. And I think even it's for us, it's nice. Like we just talk and chat and share. And if that benefits someone, fine. Not that's fine too. Um, but more, I think like the message I would like to get across would be like, be authentic. Like the authenticity, be yourself. And it's everything, all your traumas, all your bad experience, all your good experience, all your dreams, all your fails with this authenticity it's what actually is beautiful about you, but it's really something that are you in? And sometimes we try to be just the beautiful image, like just the good things. And that's not that authentic. <laughs> yeah. So that would be my message more like we try to be authentic with ourselves and translate that to people. Yeah. That's that's a beautiful way of putting it. Yeah. Do you have anything to add, sweetheart? <laughs> yes, I want to say that I look really much forward to all of our talks and all of these coming episodes. And 
yeah i just think we should uh, get yeah it. so yeah. yeah i agree and guys if you have any topics you want to talk or something you just always can uh, comment send us connect and we can try to talk about it <laughs> yep so great good talking to you same we'll talk soon okay we'll talk soon thank you guys bye 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 <laughs>